0: Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with ChapTan. ChapTan is a death metalcore band from France. They have released Compella and Traire, their third full-length album. Take this one to the gym and get an extra 20 on that bench. And here is my interview with ChapTan. Hello, my friend. Hello. Hello, robot
1: sorry for the misunderstanding i was waiting for the link on my personal one so it was uh thanks well we could make it
0: work (laughs) how are you doing great i wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me
1: oh of course we're delighted we're delighted to be able to talk with you about the album and thank you for having us
0: i wanted to ask you my french is not very good yeah intrer. Does that mean compelled to enter?
1: <laughs> no, it's uh, it's Latin. Okay. It's Latin. So you would say it compelle intraré.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, and the, the translation for it would be um, okay. make them come inside. So okay. French, you would say uh, fais les rentrer à l'intérieur which has as you can see, no, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> not the same at all. It's not really funky. <inaudible> no, sounds more like a supermarket ad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you too, how did the recording process go for the album? Was this uh, done at home? And uh, how long did it take to put the material together?
1: Yeah, the... Uh, the recording uh, was done at the hybrid studio, so it was done uh, most of it in a traditional way. Um, we did not do anything at home for this one, though we discussed about it for the for the future. So it uh, happened between April and May of uh, 2022, and. Uh, uh, yeah, it took around two weeks for us to do the drums, um, then the guitars, then the bass, and then the, um, the vocals. Uh, all the, um, all the um, synth and uh, uh, orchestrations was done by our friend uh, Charles, Charles Philly, and he's done this uh, while we were doing the recording. But prior to that, we worked for um, two years on this album. It was, uh, you know, I think we just had this same thing as a lot of people. When COVID happened and we were suddenly locked, (laughs) 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 we were like, okay, what are we going to do? And we had a lot, well, we had some concerts uh, at this time and of course all were cancelled. And we were really it because it began to, to work uh, for us. And then Dimitri, which is the lead guitarist, said, listen, guys, let's forget about everything else and let's focus on a new album. And he sent us some beginning of songs. There were, I think, six songs to begin with. And we worked with this for, uh, for the month uh, after that, months after that. And... We end up with 11 songs, I think, after six months. And uh, we began to work with this uh, on June 2020 uh, because some of the venue and um, rehearsals were possible. And yeah, we, we worked for, for it on two years uh, and recorded it in a traditional way. So there's nothing done at home. But we think we might do a lot more at home for the next one, actually.
0: (laughs) One thing I noticed is that the drums really drive hard. I love the sound of the drums on the album.
1: Thank you. Thank you for Paul. He's he's amazing. He's amazing at what he does. And uh, it was quite insane, actually, what happened. Because we had a concert on the Saturday, on April last year, I think it was... uh, 25 or something and then he had to bring the drums uh, the, the day after so his drums on the studio and then he just recorded everything in one day. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's the killer, he's a killer.'t don't, don't uh, let his looks fool you. he's a fucking killer. He knows his uh, parts very well. He's precise and you can see how he's not even sweating. (laughs) He just does it. And you're like, oh, wow.
0: That's amazing because a lot of drummers, after so long, the timing starts to slip a little bit. You know, and this album is just the drums are banging top to bottom. (laughs) Yeah.
1: He, he's, it was uh, recorded on his new drums that uh he really took time to choose i'm not into the technicalities of the drums uh but i can tell you they sound very nice without even processing uh so yeah it was um it was something in the mixing to hear the drums come out alive and be like wow that's massive
0: (laughs) yeah and i as a ex-guitarist i uh appreciate the drums because every time i'd ask my buddy you know that i jam with i'd be like hey can i sit beside behind the kit and every time i go to roll across the drums my feet would go bu, 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 right with it I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't get that synchronicity at all
1: yeah it's hard it's hard full has um as a technique which is, um, I'll try to to describe it in words, but you have to see for yourself, where he puts his two feet, but instead of just um, uh, basically doing left, right, at each uh, kick, he moves his feet a little uh, from the ankle. So, Mm -hmm. and he does that. So instead of having two movements, he's having four movements in synchronization. And he explained to us that this way, uh, he the muscles are more, uh, have a smooth, smooth movement. And that's what helps him to achieve these insane speeds.
0: One of the songs I wanted to ask you about is Heart of Darkness. It's one of my favorite. <laughs>
1: yeah. So um, that's one of the songs where we, we worked on and moved things a lot along. Um, and then the idea of uh, Heart of Darkness itself came a little later. As the, um, as the album is on the, basically the colonization, uh, we discussed with Chris, you know, the, the singer, uh, mm. about this, um, about this movie. Heart of Darkness, that uh, where you see these conquistador that are left alone, their ship is lost, and they are in the jungle. Um, I'm I'm not sure it's in Mexico or in Guatemala. I'm I'm, I'm not exactly sure about that. But they slowly become mad because they don't have food. They are not in their uh, in, in in their natal country. They do not understand how they can feed themselves. How they can drink and uh the whole the whole, whole jungle wants them dead so mm-hmm. <laughs> they are slowly going crazy and this song is about that and how uh they mm, these guys are trying to fight against the spirit of the forest that is way more ancient than them and they don't realize it
0: another one of my favorites is days cannibals which is of cannibals is that correct exactly <laughs> i got one
1: right yeah oh yeah this one was so much fun to to compose and to um to write it wouldn't be the correct word uh, chris once again he worked on an ancient uh french text from montaigne which was a philosopher during, I think, the 16th century, if I'm correct. And he, he, he was one of the forward thinker at that time. And it was before the philosopher movement in France that happened uh, quite a century uh, after. Uh, yeah, no, 17th century, I think he's from. And uh, he's done a lot of questioning about society at the time but also he he was kind of of an anthropologist and he described these new people because no one really knew what happened it was uh, uh it's what it was more here and say and he he described there what they would do and where when Chris read me the text it was hilarious and terrifying at the same time because he was describing in ancient French how they basically take a prisoner, kill him, then they make it on a barbecue, and then they slice different parts, and then they share those parts, and they send all the parts to their friends. And it was done in ancient French, and it was, it was hilarious. But then when we changed the little words to make it more modern, but we didn't really change the essence of the text, that made that song "The Cannibal," and it is it is so fun not only to play but to hear Chris saying in French, um, uh, "In at this moment they uh, they roasted him. At this moment they ate him, and to
0: their friends they sent some parts." <laughs> That's yeah. I also want to ask you, what song was the most challenging for you in the studio? It was
1: 1521. 1521 was extremely hard because it was quite an experiment for us. Mm -hmm. Um, Shaptan for the first and second album mainly relied on Dimitri and Jean-Philippe, which were the two guitarists. And they would compose it and then they would, the band would record that Uh, Jean-Philippe left the band after the second album and I joined Shaptan so I learned the song, but then we discussed about the fact that if we go to a third album, we would love to be all involved in it, and it was one of the songs where we were all involved in it and it was chaos. It was a good creative chaos, but it was also hard to stay focused because we would, we wanted to do something we've never done before with Shabtan. At least a lot of mid-tempo songs that goes with, um, I would say, a traditional structure. You've got verses, you've got choruses, mm-hmm. sometimes you've got solo and uh, bridges. And this time we were like, fuck this. We're, we're trying something different. And there was this massive piece in the middle that was both acoustic, uh, extremely dark, and mm. it was uh, it was hard to do in, in the recording because there are so many parts, so rhythmic ones. Uh, it, it, it it was hard to do, and the I, I had to do the acoustic one, and there are this is very there are very weird movements on the wrist <laughs> because the uh, it was i think it was composed you know mostly with the sound in mind but when we actually had to play uh, i realized oh wow well, that's not as easy as it uh, as it should be because i would always do it on my electric guitar uh, as you know electric guitar the neck is much softer and uh, you can easily move your wrist sure. around. But with an acoustic guitar, it was it was way more challenging. But then after that, you hear the result and you're like, oh yeah, that was a lot for 10 tears, but it was for a good cause. <laughs>
0: it sounds good. <laughs> Absolutely. And I also want to ask you if you could speak on the art work and the artist that was involved.
1: Yes, so Colin Marks from uh, Ransong Design. He's the one that already did the first and second album artwork. Mm-hmm. So you might find some similarities. And when we thought about the, the album, his name went uh, with others. We, we tried to see different options, but in the end, we we all agreed that he was the best to, to have that... Um, he has that uh, thing, you know, that mm-hmm. is really... He has such a precise way of drawing. Uh, which we don't know exactly how he's doing that, but I find the artwork fascinating because on the first and on the second album, you can see coatlicu and you can see an Aztec uh, damn god and they're really calm to you, uh, I feel, you know, from the... Um, from the drawing. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to do something different too, but we wanted him, uh, to do it. And because the first and second album mostly focused on mythology, uh, we wanted to, to try something else. And the, um, the lyrics are mainly on colonization, but not only from the, uh, you know, um, status side it's it's also they were they were bloodbath on on all sides and we were trying to think what can we uh, make what can we show that would that people would feel immediately they know what it's talking about mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Colin came with these pretty good ideas we came with just we would like to see maybe uh, an Aztec pyramid behind and uh, some uh, crucified warriors or whatever and he came with a lot of different ideas we didn't think about for example how the floor is uh, drenched in it, it's you don't know if it's blood or mud going around or rain uh, how uh, there's um this silhouette in the, um, uh, that that's wrapped and you, you don't know what is it is it a priest? Is it an Aztec? What is doing here? And uh, he—he yeah—he nailed it. He's a very very talented guy, and um, I really wish that people want to uh, contact him after that because uh, he yeah the artwork. If you've seen inside of the album itself, the artwork he's doing some uh very it's it's both photographic and allegoric. it's Mm -hmm. so good what he's doing there's for example you see this woman from the back and she's got this cross that had what that was burned on her back and the you you see it and you're like oh it looks like a picture but then you can't not think about all the inquisition
0: behind (laughs) and everything that it means i also wanted to ask you what can fans look for next from the band sorry i wanted to ask what can fans look for next
1: oh so we are very Pleased to now play these songs live and defend the album. So we are now trying to get as much uh, as much venue as possible. So what fans can expect is a very energetic, uh, lots of energy on stage. Uh, we have new costumes, also new makeup. Uh, so we we are trying to. It's still around the same. Um, uh, the same image, the same you know mythology and 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 spirit, but it changed. Uh, it's changing a bit, and also fans can expect a new bassist uh, in person of Rudovic, which is oh. now yeah, 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 and uh, he's super good. He's super good, and he's been uh, uh, with the band now since. Um, I'd say around six months, and he's incarnating the gods on stage. He's super good. <laughs> so <laughs> one can expect the uh,
0: dark god of uh, Kukulkan on stage. <laughs> and I also wanted to ask you about your journey. Um, At what age did you begin your musical journey? and uh, And when did you know that music was your path? <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, I
1: well, music by itself, I was put at it by my mom when I was like four or five, uh, during piano lessons, you know, this kind of very traditional things. And, um, it, it, I wasn't really into it, you know, as most kids, what I wanted to do was run outside and you know, play video games, and, um, I continued the piano until I was uh, around uh, 13, I think, and there was a transition uh, when my stepfather offered me uh, a guitar at 12. And that's, that was interesting because the kind of music I would hear, I would listen to was pop music, you know, on the radio, and I would mm-hmm. enjoy this. Then uh, the f- the movie Matrix came. and I was all up for the, um, the original soundtrack and you've got Marilyn Monson, Deftones, uh, you've got, uh, you've got Rammstein, all these, all these bands. And like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow, I want that. That's very powerful. I didn't know you could do that with music. And so I began to listen to that. And then my stepfather offered me an acoustic guitar and I tried to play the songs. With the acoustic guitar without even knowing that these guys had, had like Paul Webb Smith of uh, two thousand dollars and they were like seven strings like there was no way I could, <laughs> could make it work but I tried and 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 slowly I began to play with uh with the past and then with an electric guitar and I would say like there are bands that really made me connect to music as a passion and those are cradle of filth that i really think they are nailing it and just putting on the guitar and play you know these fast trash mm-hmm. dead songs and sometimes black melodic things they were children of bodom were the same like you hear that and you know oh i could I, I didn't know you could do that with a guitar wow. <laughs> <laughs> so still trying to uh, get to that level but i think that's a lifelong uh, lifelong challenge and um, My Dying Bride for the completely different way of seeing things like you don't have to go fast to make a very good metal song sure. and all of this um, started in my head as like I love that because it's expressing feelings but in another language and instead of using words and where each word has um Certain definition in every uh, different language. Music is universal. You play yeah. the song, everybody understands the what you're trying to say, what you're trying to um, to give to them. And I, I'm, I'm loving this since now uh, more than twenty years. And um, yeah,
0: <laughs> That's I it. thought, I thought uh, David Gilmer was was so good at expressing feeling and emotion without a whole lot of speed
1: mm. absolutely yeah yeah and this is a this is a conversation i usually have with my uh, aikido teacher he's uh, really into uh into all these old albums from the progressive bands and he he's always saying you know but your things they go too fast they scream too much listen to to these good songs and <laughs> how good they are. He, he kind of has a point that the way uh, they were, I love how in during the seventies, they didn't have the technology we have now. So they had to really work were creative enough to make new things with things that basically we would call shit today, the, the technology they had. Sure. And now today we have, a lot of different technology. We can do what we want, and we tend to copy paste a little each other. Uh, every artist would like to say that, uh, you know, they've done everything themselves, but let's be honest, we kind of <laughs> copy paste a bit. And and I agree with you. All these 70s people playing their instrument in a way that it doesn't have to be 200 BPM, double kick, and, and insane solos. It's just the emotion of it you go into sure. it you feel something this is music
0: yeah and uh speaking of music i wanted to put you on a spot and ask you what would be if i if put you on desert island and you had one album to take what album would it be
1: cruelty and the beast <laughs> <laughs> from cradle of fields uh there are a lot of different albums i could, I could take and i really like but um the, this album is the one that really l- like the spark in me mm-hmm. because it's not just music it's a it's a historic uh figure it happened and of course there's a lot of um uh, mythology and magical thing behind that a, a, a little put on but it's a tragedy it's a tragedy and it's a human tragedy of how someone that goes into power can just go mad completely mad and uh i love it because all of the songs are perfect there's there's nothing when i'm listening to this album when i'm saying i would have done this i would have done that you know the kind of uh sport commentator in the coach with the beer you know, like, oh, yeah, well, he's running fast, but I would have gone to the left. And you're like, oh, come on, shut up. And so, yeah, Cruelty and the Beast really it amazes me from the beginning to the end. And it, it, it just, it's an experience. It's not just a, a picture. It's not just um, an album. And, uh, yeah, I suppose I would like to hear some dark, you know, Transylvanian, Uh, imagery if I'm in the middle of a desertic island where I would probably be sunburned, so it would be a nice uh, (laughs) thing.
0: And I also wanted to ask you what has been the best advice that has been given to you along your musical journey? Hmm.
1: Take things slow. Both literally and metaphorically take things slow when you learn to play because in metal we tend to immediately play try to play very fast but it gets sloppy it gets very sloppy very fast and learning songs take the time about it and play them you know half the speed slowly and then you know increase the speed that helps with the Memory with the muscle, it's good, but mm-hmm. also um as uh, like you know, try not to, to 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 think too big and to be arrogant or pretentious about things. Right? It's it's just music. Take it slow, as in you know, don't burn yourself thinking you're the next rock star. No, 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 it's not happening. Just have fun. Just have fun with your peers. And that's why I'm I'm so happy with Shaptan, you know, we're having the same spirit with those guys that we really like what we do. And of course, we'd like to do more. But the main thing is we enjoy ourselves first. And then we see if we can uh, make something out of it. So, yeah. I,
0: I think that truly shows on this album because one thing that is very noticeable about this album is you get a sense of the unity of the band. It's like everyone knew what the next one was doing at all times.
1: Wow, thank you. That's a very nice compliment. Very appreciated because we really worked together on this album and um, it was not easy because we all have different influences and it it showed sometimes it, it wouldn't work. So there are songs we had to come back from scratch. Others we just just simply abandon. Mm-hmm. But we work towards making everything smoother and, and better transition. And it's true that in the end, we. I mean, I'm very happy that you you filmed that because that was what we wanted to do. Not you know put uh, our little uh, mark everywhere, but just come as a whole. And that whole makes sense to others,
0: so really
1: good for you. (laughs) Sure,
0: at the at the listen, you know, uh, I remember long time ago, an interview with uh, Robert Plant, and he said that when he, uh, you know, walked in the room and got together with them guys, it's like just this chemistry, and it just clicked. And I get that sense when I hear this album that everything just clicks and it's it's a well-oiled machine.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. That you know what uh, that, that reminds me of a similar saying by uh, Gojira, you know the French band. They are massive now. They are massive, but when you look at their career, they they begin very very little and they had that question too like wh- what do you do with your music how does it work and they were explaining well when we see first in the morning we don't just go on our instrument we we try to talk a little take like how are you and what's going on and we try to connect to each other and then once that connection is is, is done then we go to music and that's when we do songs that connect us together mm. and this is, it's something we, we we usually forget, you know, because modern life, we do what we have to do. Then we go to rehearsal, we just put all the arms and bull, 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 quick, 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 let's play all the song we have to. But it's true that when you take it a little slower and you take the time to be with your peers and, and connect, that's when the music really happens. And... Uh, And and also, even from a just technical musical point of view, I've seen that with Paul, because when I'm doing my own thing and I'm not connecting, uh, uh, sure, it it works. But when I'm taking the time to really feel how Paul is playing his drums, that's when I connect to him and you know, play at the exact same moment. And that Mm -hmm. works. And I know it's the same for, for the guys. So yeah, the connection makes the music.
0: I also want to ask you, would you say the release of this one is your proudest moment as an artist to date?
1: Um, my second proudest. <laughs> it is... Um, um, what, what, what happened is uh, Shabtan contacted me soon after I released my first album with my other band, Valtrugis. And it was really really hard to to go to the journey alone to do the same, you know, all the mixing and everything. So, uh, as this was my first release, I was immensely proud about this. But I have to say, yeah, I'm also very proud of this album. It's it's not just doing an album and releasing it. It's for us going through lockdown going through a lot of uh, difficulties you know personal uh personal difficulties and problems mm-hmm. and it wasn't always um easy you know so just that this album is out is a miracle for us <laughs> it's a miracle and we're loving it and we are so happy that people like you listen
0: to it and enjoy it That's exactly what we want. (laughs) I also want to ask you, what's the best way to get a physical copy and the best way to get merchandise from the band?
1: Um, You have uh, two ways. You can go to um, uh, Dark Tunes, which is our our label, and they do do the worldwide distribution. But if you also go to the... um, uh, it's big, big cartel, I think. Big okay. cartel. Uh, yeah, and you have everything there from the band, and uh, uh, we have the we we send them worldwide too. So, uh, yeah, it depends if you want to get them from the label or from ourselves. It's the uh, I, I can't say from the label side because uh, it's not us, but I can tell you from the bond side, uh, bond side that we have all little envelopes ready to send the CDs. We have everything ready to send the T-shirts. So please
0: come. We are sending everything to you. (laughs) Great. And uh, lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Be proud. Be proud of what you are.
1: And... Never let anyone tell you otherwise. Just be proud, be yourself, fuck the rest, enjoy your life, and go to our concert. We'll have a good energy together.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I'd love to see you guys here in the States. Oh, we
1: would love it too. We would love it too. Um yeah. Uh hopefully soon enough, Uh we'd love you know to go to the States and just enjoy with uh, with you all because a lot also of of our music comes from the united states and a lot come from the aztecs which is mexico so you might do something (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you would love to uh that would be a pleasure
0: yeah well i wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you
1: well thank you absolute pleasure too really appreciate it and uh, thank you for, you know, liking our bomb and, and contacting us because uh, this is, um, yeah, we are very happy to share this with you all. And uh, if you're liking it, then a heart are filled with joy.
0: <laughs> yes, I definitely do. I l- enjoyed it from top to bottom. That's why I had to reach out to you because it really... Uh- it really yeah. is great from top to bottom, and like I say, you really get the sense of the band's unity on this album.
1: Oh, thank you. Very appreciated, very appreciated, and uh, yeah, we are so impatient to just show this Bond energy live with all of us, you know, moving at mm-hmm. the same time with the audience, that's, that's what we like. <laughs>
0: Well, please feel free to update me at any time with any new news as it comes about.
1: Yes, yes, with pleasure. Well, I mean, if we will have a new clip uh, that might... uh, uh, It's in February, I think. I don't remember the exact date, which will be Inherited Chaos, which is the last song of the album and probably the fastest one. So, uh, yeah, we'll... um, uh we'll we'll send you uh we'll send you something when it's
0: online and uh i appreciate it yeah and you have a great rest of your day my friend
1: no thank you very much you too and i wish you the best and i hope you're not too too cold there where you are
0: (laughs) it's not too bad it actually uh has warmed up a little bit the snow is melting
1: ah yeah the snow is melting well we yeah we don't have snow here. You know, it's just the dark Dracula weather where you don't know if it's night or day or. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you very much for
0: reaching out, Robert. Really appreciate it. All right. You take care, my friend. Cheers. Cheers. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.